Hello, everybody. Megazone X here. Back at the beginning to give you another very exciting podcast episode. That being my Zarkast episode 31. Gosh, I, I'm going back and looking at stuff, and I'm like, shoot, Nintendo over here was like, you know, you know, E3 is coming up right around the corner, or what technically would be E3, because now it's canceled or whatever, though. But everything they revealed off in that February Direct, they reiterated on almost everything, at least first party or exclusive wise, for the most part, um, except for one game in particular, though. But we'll, we'll go ahead and talk about most of that stuff in the show a little later on, though. And uh, got quite a bit of stuff to talk about on um, gaming this as well. We heard some little rumblings and stuff with Game Boy Advance possibly coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, we got the reveal of um, Sonic Origins and its release date, its price and structure. And I know the internet kind of went into like a little bit of a tizzy or whatever. Though, <laughs> whenever all that was announced with like a price chart and tier list thing or whatever, though. And then got quite a bit of pop culture stuff um, too. Got some Marvel updates um, as well in terms of some of those movies, other shows that are ending, some that are about to come up, and all that good stuff too. And then some other Disney-related stuff I kind of wanted to talk about though. So I got a pretty good spread for tonight though. So quite a bit of stuff to talk about it. And uh, I'm genuinely looking forward to all of it though. So uh, without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump straight up into that pop culture segment. Alright, so first off, I want to talk about, I, I've been going through and I've been watching, you know, the new Proud Family season, though. I think currently, right now, we're, I want to say we're close to about eight-ish or something episodes. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that, though. But we had gotten a good chunk of episodes so far, and I'm I'm glad to announce that, yes, Disney has revealed that, yes, there are there is going to be a season two. I've been enjoying this, because, you know, normally with Proud Family, they usually have cameos and stuff like that. They make other different references to other, you know, big celebrity heads and stuff like that. Like, they make references to popular singers. They make references to, like, you know, popular basketball players and stuff like that. So I always like the, and also the important delivery of messages or, you know, important things that you can take away from life, this life lessons, they always have those in like every single episode. And there's been some good key takeaways, especially with modern times and the way how, you know, we have just kind of grown up as a civilization and how we're kind of being more open to other things. They even had stuff in there too that they kind of hidden and iterated on as well though. But I'm glad that there are confirming a season two i'm not sure how many episodes we're supposed to be getting for this series though but i mean it, 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 it's been a while it's been a ride it's been quite a ride though but i've been enjoying it but if, if y'all have been watching it y'all gotta let me know uh what, what y'all been thinking about the show or whatever though and if you hadn't already tried this I don't, I don't know what you're doing um maybe you didn't grow up with the proud family or nothing like that though you should watch it because it is a really good series though so not too much i just wanted to go ahead and just say that because I, I just genuinely stoked the fact that we are getting a season two with this wonderful cast though now let's go ahead and kick off our marvel segment because we got quite a bit of stuff that came out brand new because we did get the confirmation that thor love and thunder um we got a brand new trailer on it though and uh i guess before going any further um i got my buddy over here sonic that just hopped up in here how, how how's it going man it's going fine it's going all right fine. yeah you, you just joined i i just mentioned about the proud family and all that stuff and now uh we had quite a bit of marvel stuff that got new did you see the brand new trailer for thor love and thunder i'm, I'm kind of curious yeah, I, I did okay it's kind of interesting because I, I went back and watched the trailer right before I started off the show, 
and I could tell that this. I don't know if it's gonna be the last Thor movie, but it probably is gonna be it, the last Thor movie for him. To, to, for him, at least, to be the last story. Yeah, because I think I have a feeling because there's technically a female Thor in comics, and it's whatever. Like, was it Jane Foster? Yeah. Um, she's technically yeah, a, a Thor as well in the comics. So I'm thinking this is a passing of the torch kind of a movie. And then anything else Thor related, it'll be through, done through her. Kind of similar how Black Widow, even though we had a new movie with her, it was technically before the events of um, Infinity War and stuff. But it just kind of introduced Yelena as like her sister. And then she's kind of, you know, passing on the torch of you know, the Black Widows. I feel like this movie's gonna be very similar in that regard. So, in terms of Arthur as we know him now, this is gonna be his last movie. Um, and, you know, compared to how we already have Cap already retired and we have Iron Man that already retired as well from the MCU. So, I think and this is what that movie is kind of being, though. But it's gonna be interesting to see him, the Guardians of the Galaxy be with him along the ride as well, because I guess technically in this last previous movie, he had the Incredible Hulk with him. Now, I guess it's the Guardians time, though. So, it, it's gonna be an interesting movie. And I think there was one quote I think they said in the trailer, um... Yeah, he said my superhero days are over, and and I was like, okay, from that quote alone, I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure that's the direction they're gonna go with this movie. Though I'm not sure exactly how they're gonna do anything plot wise, because even from that first trailer we gotten so far, there wasn't like a key indicator of anything. The biggest thing was like Jane Foster holding up the um, mon- gosh, I always yeah, I always butcher that butcher that name up so much. Oh gosh, but yeah, that that's like the biggest thing we got out of that trailer. Nothing more. Like I really kind of need to see a second trailer just to get like what would be like. An, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be like not the traditional antagonist, but it's gonna be more like an internal conflict. Like we've been seeing like a, with a lot of movies here lately. Like when can you say you saw the last quote unquote good villain? It's been more internal conflict stuff. I think with most movies nowadays, they're trying to shake things up because you know. You know, we see a lot of traditional villains or whatever, though, so they're trying to be unique or whatever, though. But I think, for the most part, that's most of my thoughts on Thor, because I don't think I can say anything else beyond that, unless you had anything. Well, there's just, like, this one scene where, like, you know how the Guardians are dropping him and Korgoth? Uh-huh. There's, like, a, there's like an obvious, like, like, obvious that there's gonna be, like, a third person next to them, because, like, there's, like, a very, like, wide empty spot next to them yeah i yeah i guess that could be a thing yeah because that kind of remind i mean they technically do that a lot in movies like you can kind of tell when something's kind of misplaced oh that reminded me of like what the spider-man movie or whatever though like with that with that um what was it yeah but um, like they did a terrible job punched. With that. yeah lizard getting punched but there was nobody there and that was the other spotty uh one of the other spider-mans that punched him i was like bro so yeah okay yeah that, that does kind of add up that could be a thing I know. Yeah. But I guess other than that, that's pretty much it in terms of the Thor um, trailer that we just recently got. And then just to kind of hit up on some other Marvel-related stuff, um, Doctor Strange, I I saw this in, like, one. you know, like, they do, like, mini trailers on Twitter or whatever, though. They said it was, like, two weeks away, and I was like, wait, what the freak? Like, I... I feel like that has rolled up on me. No, it's not out now, but it's it's not this Friday, but the next Friday. So technically, a few days before I will have my next Zarcast episode 32, it it will be out that Friday, that previous Friday. So not that much longer to wait on that. I was like, oh, shoot. I kind of want to see on opening day, but at the same time, 
I usually kind of watch most of the big Marvel movies with my family. We might be coordinating something with like my extended family, like maybe like a like all guys, like like us as like a bunch of cousins and stuff like that with my uncles and whatever. I don't know. Maybe we'll coordinate something, and go watch that movie together or something like that, though. But. I think that might be my most highly anticipated Marvel movie out of all the stuff we're getting this year. Like, I think Doctor Strange is going to be higher than what I'll probably put with Thor 4. We're supposed to also be getting Black Panther 2 this year as well. I think it comes out around the fall time. But it's going to be interesting how to handle that, considering, you know, um, that we lost. I don't think they should have, like, continued it. It's weird because I know they want to do like Black Panther as a comic hero is very interesting, especially after some of the stuff I've seen in other games and I've been kind of digging around with the comics a little bit. He's an interesting character. I just hate how um, he's technically one of the first, I think, MCU um, actors that I think we lost. Well, I say that unless you want to consider, you know, the comic book director, um, Stan Lee, you know, how he, he was lost, though. But in terms of an actual actor, I think he's technically one of our first. So it, it it's interesting. I don't know how they're going to handle it, but it, it's going to have to be done in such a uh, in such a way where it's, it's going to be honoring him. But at the same time, not too off putting. I, I just don't know how they're going to handle that. So we'll see. We probably won't get a trailer for that until like. Uh, late summer. I'm thinking around August or something like that. July, late July or August was probably going to be our first look on that. And then, um, who was another? Yeah, so, yeah, so I just want to hit on that. Not too much further for Doctor Strange. And then, um, shoot, we only have two episodes left of Moon Knight. And I've been really enjoying that series as well. And, oh gosh, like, it, it's been twisting and I, ooh. I've been looking for those episodes. Like, I've been watching that mess every single Wednesday night. And I think the next time I have my Zarkast, um, we will the series will be done with that. So once the series is all done and wrapped up, I'll probably release a different video on my channel, just summarize and just give my overall thoughts on the series. Because I made a first video talking about the uh, episode one. And then once the whole series is done, then I'll talk about my whole wrap-up of the whole entire series, though. But it is a really good watch. Anybody that hasn't tried it out yet, um, you should, or I guess since it's only two episodes left, I guess you could technically wait until those last couple episodes come out. And for those bingers out there, they can sit down and watch all of it, though. But we don't have too much further to go um, from that, and that kind of takes us straight into Doctor Strange, though. But Tell yeah, them so... where they can watch Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they can they can watch that, Miss. They can watch it. Yeah, but where? On Disney Plus. Oh. I mean that's that's where all of the that's where all of the Disney the Disney Plus series shows that aren't movies they they they're all on Disney Plus exclusively. So yeah, yeah that so would make sense for them to have it on their own like Disney Plus instead of like any other streaming services. Yeah, because I on mean, Netflix. no, no, it's not on, no anything Disney related now, and that's why a lot of stuff from Netflix have been pulled and been dumped on Disney. Like for example, like Daredevil. It was a series that was originally on Netflix. The, they got their rights back to that, and they yeeted it off of Netflix and pulled it on to Disney Plus. So now, if you want to watch that, you watch it on Disney Plus now. Like uh, anything that's uh, Disney related, it's all going to be on Disney Plus. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I didn't originally. I know. I didn't originally that, have it on there, but we should. About? I mean, we can like, talk about it. 
how much did they lose? Like two hundred million? No, no, they said a two hundred thousand. It was a million. It was two hundred thousand. But they're saying over the next quarter they could lose two million more subscribers or something like that for Netflix. I wonder why. And then you look to you look to what they uh, what their support what they're like um, producing season eight of Big Mouth. It's like. I feel like they're just doing this to themselves. And you know what? Speaking of Netflix, it, 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 I don't like some of their business decisions. Like, for example, um, they made a announcement of, like, some animated shows, right? And one of them yeah. happened to be Bone, like, a comic series that I read as a middle schooler. Oh, that was, was such like, a what? good show. I know. I'm not I, good. I mean, good comic. Good, I mean. Yeah, good comic. Because it was weird. Because I was like, I remember hearing some people talk about it. My mom was like, hey, I think this might be a good book. I was like, what is this? I, was, I sat down. And then I got intrigued. Like, you know, that was like a nine-book series. I think there was also a prequel book. But the original series was like nine books. I think I had the first six sitting in my closet. I never, I don't think I ever bought seven, eight, nine. But I always have to rent those from my library or whatever anyway that's a really good series they said they were going to animate that on netflix and i think they had like a different ceo or some big head that came up in there and scrapped all that mess so before you even get a season one they just went ahead and canceled it it's stuff like that that's making people that are subscribed to netflix like you know what i'll bounce i'll just go to some of these other places like yeah. Disney plus or paramount plus or hbo max etc and now hbo max i've been hearing like a lot of good things but the, like the only thing i hear like they that they're not good at is the is like their, their ui for their for their app yeah i mean my parents have hbo max and that's what i kind of i kind of um watched a few stuff off of there like they were really good streaming service to go to in terms of 2020 with the movies and you know how it was with watching stuff and we saw more stuff go to the subscription-based services since it was hard to go to the theater so i remember watching like space jam off of that thing um godzilla versus kong um what was another one shoot there was one other one i remember watching oh it was um it's it's slipped from oh the tom the tom and jerry movie stuff like that uh yeah yeah, I know. Nothing now would have originally went and watched it at the theater, or at least the Tom and Jerry. I'll probably wouldn't have watched it at theaters, but it was just nice to... I mean, there wasn't a lot to do during that COVID year anyway. It was just nice to sit down and watch it at home. It was enjoyable um, from that point. From that, from that perspective, if I would actually spend a lot of money going to see it, then I might have had a different opinion. But it, it's a good watch if you happen to have HBO Max. But I don't know if it's still on there now. I can't remember. Tom and Jerry? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, that new one. Because I think oh, and Wonder Woman. That was another one I watched off of there too. So yeah, Which so one? uh the the newest one that released that was when it originally dropped on movie theaters. It actually went to HBO Max as well. Okay. Oh, and I also watched uh, what was it? It was um, golly, the um Mortal Kombat movie. I think was on HBO Max. I think if I remember right. Do they have the Do they have the first one? You talking about the original Mortal Kombat? Yeah, the original Mortal Kombat. Oh movie. no, I think it was just the newer, the newer one that came out. I don't know about the original one. Ooh, ooh. I mean, it was First enjoyable. Was awesome. I, mean, I mean, it was enjoyable. I mean, I got some good laughs out of it. It ain't nothing crazy. No, I think didn't they say they confirmed they were gonna make another uh, movie after that? I think they did. I think it was animated. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I get yeah, it kind of made sense to talk about the Netflix. So it's like ever since I think Disney Plus, when Disney said they're gonna do their own thing, then you had HBO Max come up, then you even had Paramount Plus, 
Hulu at some point came up, but now that's fully owned by Disney as well. So Hulu is like the Netflix version of Disney. So anything that's not purely Disney owned kind of goes to Hulu where they, you know, contract stuff out that way. And whatever else, I know there's like a lot of other different stuff out there too. It's like once all that stuff popped up after Netflix, it's just like Netflix has been slowly dropping because a lot of people have been ripping their stuff from there. And slowly but surely, I feel like they're going to be the next blockbuster. But for streaming, I mean, remember when Netflix used $6? Yeah, it was like dirt cheap. It was like less than seven. Yeah. And then they just keep jacking up the price. uh, And then they said, you you can't share passwords. Now you can can access uh, Netflix, like all their shit, like. For ten dollars, the cheapest, and you get four eighty p only. Like what yeah. the heck? Wait, ten dollars yeah. is four eighty p, bruh. Yeah, that's weed levels whack, bruh. That's messed up. Yeah, they're doing it to themselves is a the thing. <laughs> Wait, so what? What is it for seven twenty? Like traditional HD? I don't know. I that. Let me look it up real quick. Actually, good gracious, that's that's terrible. And you want to know why they're losing subscriptions? I, I was like, I didn't even Netflix know about that. That's ridiculous. Prices, uh, planted prices. Okay, okay. So for the basic plan, which is you know nine ninety nine, the number of screens you can watch on the at the same time is one. Number of phones or tablets you can have downloads on is one. You can you have unlimited movies, blah blah blah, watching your TV and all that shit. Yeah, it's only 480p for the standard, which is like, you know, 720, uh-huh. 1549. Wow, wait, isn't HBO Max like, uh, I think HBO Max is either, I need to look that back up. I feel like HBO Max is cheaper it. than that standard HBO one. HBO Max uh, plan and pricing. Um, okay. Okay, with ads it's nine ninety nine a month. Without ads, it's fifteen dollars. But I'm guessing you get like all the other shit, like ten eighty and four K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like you're $15. watching full blown movies. Yeah, fifteen fifteen dollars ad free four K. For Netflix, if you want to watch it and and four K, you need to pay a premium of twenty dollars. Oh gosh, yeah, oh. that's nasty. That is so nasty. But the oh best thing God. about HBO Max, like, you have all these shows that aren't like, that aren't censored as they would be on like normal television. Television. Yeah. Yeah. But and then there's like all the Warner Brothers movies. Like I'm pretty sure, like you can watch all the Harry Potter movies like on on. Oh HBO yeah, Max. yeah. Because Warner Brothers, I mean, they're big, and then, I mean, shoot, that makes you think of what, what oh, the, like the new game. Like, yeah, because when you even sit down and think about, was it multiverses that's about to come up? Like. You think of all the, like, they have, you know, Scooby and Shaggy all underneath them. They have all the, the DC superheroes and stuff like that. They have all them um, Cartoon Network stuff. Like, they, they like, one of those owns a crap ton of stuff. And the more and more I sit down and look at them, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, all the Lord of the Rings and all that stuff, the Harry Potter. I'm like, golly. Honestly, I think you'd be pretty much set with just Disney Plus and HBO Max. You probably don't even need Netflix at that no, I, no, because literally the most I ever would need, like, let's say if someone says I'm going to cancel my uh, cable, all I need is Disney Plus. I need my anime. So Crunchyroll confused both Funimation and Crunchyroll stuff together. So I really only need Crunchyroll. I need Disney Plus. I need something to watch my sports off of probably in the future. So maybe I'll get the Disney bundle that technically include Disney Plus, Hulu, as well as ESPN Plus. 
and I'll probably be set. I probably wouldn't need much more anything beyond that. I will miss a few things like, uh, like you know, weather channel news, traditional local news or whatever. I have to find something for that. But after that, I'm kind of set. I don't really watch much more outside of that kind of stuff. But yeah, so I guess I guess that's our big long tangent on Netflix and uh, why you should probably unsubscribe and get one of these better services out there, though, because it's only a matter of time. They're going to lose that $2 million real quick. And I think the only other last thing I wanted to talk about in terms of pop culture segment with Marvel, jump back on that side, is we did get the unfortunate delay that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is going to be unfortunately delayed from... Uh, what was it? Yeah, because part one was really supposed to come out in October, but it is getting delayed to June the second of twenty twenty three, and then um part two is gonna be coming out in March the twenty fourth of twenty twenty four. So that is a little bit unfortunate for that. And I was like, holy! I mean, what? I think this is the second time it got delayed. I was kind of looking forward to this too, and I was like, "Ah, here we go." Uh, if you want, if you want someone to blame it on, blame it on the Sonic movie because it scared it so badly. <laughs> oh shoot! Man, <laughs> no, that Sonic Two movie that was great. That was great. I w- I wasn't expecting it to be that great, but that was great. But I guess with I guess the Spider Man fans, uh, we just want to wait a little longer on it. But it's kind of interesting how they uh, announced how they're gonna do a part one and a part two. I guess. They just have so much stuff to shove up in there. They knew it was going to be way longer than a traditional probably two and a half hours. So I guess that's their approach to it, though. But yeah, it kind of reminds me of Harry Potter, because I think back then we knew that that was split up into part one, part two. I can't say when was the last time they actually called something part one or part two. Even Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, they originally were called part one, part two. But then they went and came up with their own unique names for Infinity War and Endgame, though. Because it's about, if you call something part one, part two, for some reason, I don't think the part two does as well as the part one. I don't know. But they might change the name before then and there, but we'll have to see. But uh, anything else on the, the Spider-Man stuff? No, not really. All righty. All right, well, that's pretty much going to do it in terms of our uh, pop culture segment stuff, though. So now we're going to head and transition over to our next um, part of the show, that being what's in the gaming news. Alright, so starting off first, I, I was just going to run through some quick little quick news because this wasn't anything super major though, but I did want to point it out nonetheless because we did get the confirmation that yes, we do know the actual dates that the um, PlayStation Plus tier stuff is going to be dropping. And at least for us here in America, it's going to be dropping out on June the 13th. If you happen to be in Japan, it'll be a little earlier. It'll happen on June the 1st. And then the Asia markets, they always get everything early. Um, They're getting targeted, I guess, for May the 23rd. And if you're in Europe, a little later than us in America on June 13th, but it's going to be actually June 22nd for y'all over there in Europe. So now we actually know the concrete launch dates. Yes, they did say originally June, and that applied for us in America. So that's kind of good. It's roughly around the time period where we would normally have E3 at. So, yeah, so I actually managed to take advantage of that, the whole PlayStation Now thing. Like, they, I guess somehow they didn't shut down the link for whatever that was for the uh, 60 bucks for a whole year of regular PlayStation Now. So I did buy that uh, earlier this month. 
So whenever that June date comes around, I'll go from PlayStation Now to PlayStation Premium. I might be the only one out of our group, Sonic, you that will have PlayStation Premium. So I'll let y'all know how that is. I think Sylveon said he might get extra, the extra tier, the middle tier one, depending on how many like it PS4 depends on what games they, up well, in like there. What titles they have with the premium. Yeah. Because like, we don't it, know it, anything. It really, it really depends on what they offer to see if it's worth it. Also, oh, hi. Bro, Hex. <laughs> you just hopped up in there. Man, how's it going? Going all right. All right. Yeah, so like what you said, it kind of just all depends. I, I'm I'm the only one that kind of took a shot in the dark since I never had PlayStation Plus. And two, Sylveon been uh he he he's been trying to vouch for me to kind of play some uh, what was it? Y'all were playing was it Call of Duty um, Zombies the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, get that whenever you get PlayStation Plus." I was like, "All right, I guess I'll try that out. Uh, I'll probably suck at playing that game though, but we'll see." Because I heard y'all made it decently far. It's just decently far. I mean, just just think of it like Salmon Run, except you're not collecting anything; you're just surviving. Like how many people could you do up at the max on on that mode? Uh, for zombies, four. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Cause it was you, Alexis, Sylveon. Was it just y'all three? Uh, and or Andrew. Oh, Andrew. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I'll probably hop on that maybe sometime during the summertime. I'll see how that is. But yeah. But other Although, than that, I'll like... oh, go ahead. Uh, but there is the multiplayer, which goes up to sixteen people. There's not going to be enough for that up for 16, though, but it's a decent size. Yeah, that is a decent size. Now, that'd be more people to carry my broken self across the map. Because, shoot, the way how I start off Resident Evil 4, Sonic Q, yeah, we'll see how we'll see how that goes with, with a bunch of zombies and whatever, though. But, but yeah, so I guess that's pretty much it in terms of PlayStation Plus and its release date. So not too much on that, but I just want to report on that, though. But now uh, we'll go ahead and get into some of the thick of some stuff because uh, we did get the re- release date for Sonic Origins. And gosh, by golly, I didn't think this thing was going to be 40 bucks when this thing was announced. And it's technically 45 for the Digital Deluxe Edition. But the way how they threw that price chart out, it confused the heck out of almost everybody. I, I was looking at it twice. It took me like, I had to stare at the thing for like two or three minutes before I finally understood how everything was getting for the different tiers or whatever, though. I don't know about y'all, but were y'all looking at that thing for like a hot second? It was like, wait, is this like some Ubisoft-related kind of crap or what? They didn't really do a good job of it. I like, someone explained oh. it to me, but I don't know where the tweet is at. You know, and I, I, I did, uh, I did see would, that tweet too. It would be in the Twitter chat. Set the scroll up, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I yeah. oh yeah, because I think I shared it. Oh yeah, I found one right here. Basically, it, it's way better than what they actually. Um, it's way better than they actually. I'll, I'll drop it in the Discord so y'all can quickly look at this one because this one I saw, I was like, it was way better than what they actually. Uh, than what they actually described it as, though. But I was looking at it. So base, I, I hate the four structure thing. But really, at the end of the day, you have basic tier for forty, and you have the digital deluxe tier for forty five. Anything you don't get in the standard edition, think of it as like miniature DLC, similar to Sonic Mania, but it's only five bucks worth. So like in the original game, you get the main game, and that's about it. Now, if you got the digital deluxe, you'll get the main game, you'll get 
hard mission. So hard missions is tied strictly to what would be considered as DLC. You get the character animation in the main menu, camera control over the main menu islands, character animations during music islands, and additional music tracks from the Mega Drive slash um, Genesis titles. You get all of that in the digital deluxe. However, if you happen to pre-order either version of the basic or the deluxe, you will get a bonus 100 coins, which I think you used 100 coins to unlock certain things in the museum or whatever, though. Um, you'll get um, Mirror Mode unlockable, which I think Mirror Mode was technically... You can unlock it in the game, but I think you just get it flat out from the gate if you pre-ordered the thing early. And then you get a letterbox background, which I think also same thing um, with that one. I what? Well, no, the letterbox I think was actually pure DLC. Like you could purchase it later on, but if you happen to pre-order it, you technically get it for free. And I think that's basically the main gist between the two. I hate how they split that mess up in four. Eh, the way I see it, it really shouldn't have been split up. It it, it shouldn't even have been a second tier. So you're saying it should just be state basic Sonic Origins? Because I, I think the main thing is... It, sh it should have just... No, like, like, they're just basically making all this minor shit as, like, digital deluxe stuff when it honestly just sounds like it should have been in the main game to begin with. Yeah, especially the animation stuff. Like, because, I mean, basically, they, re they technically remastered this whole... or all four of these games... And they even put cutscenes in between, like Sonic One to Sonic Two and Two to Three. That basically, when you when you watch that little cutscene, it kind of sets you up into how the second or the third game or into CD how it all started. So I mean, they went in there and reworked, put some cool new stuff up in between these games. Maybe now I actually will finally finish Sonic One. I mean, shoot, but I mean, yeah, at that it, point, cool. you might as well just make aim a character if you're gonna like sell it for like a. Or deluxe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Make her playable for once in the classic classic games. It's nice too, because you'd be able to play Knuckles in CD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that is true. Because what, what's it Metal Sonic introduced in CD? Yeah, CD. Okay. Okay, yeah. I'm kind of curious, because he's like... He's one of those few, kind of like with Silver, I was like, I always seen him in a lot of different other Sonic games or whatever, though, but I never really understood his origin story, because I don't, I never sat down to play CD, so that, that's when I'm kind of you know, looking Silver Sonic coming. came from Sonic 2. Uh, are, are, we metal... talking are we talking, no, talking Silver, Silver Sonic or Silver Hedgehog? Silver the Hedgehog. I was talking about Silver the Hedgehog earlier. Uh, he came from 06. Yeah. Which... Yeah. Hmm. I, I think it depends game. on what for him it depends on what game you're playing because rivals had him being like a different timeline or some shit right or something like that Wait, what happened i first i'm saying for like for silver i think it depends on what game you're playing because i if i remember correctly i think rivals on the psp had him as a from a different timeline instead of the future yeah it's confusing for him. Yeah, I, I know they've been doing some weird timeline mess stuff with Sonic, but I was like, I was like, hmm. So I guess in terms of the classic Sonic games, he had one, two, three CD, and I guess a lot of people view Sonic Mania as like technically Sonic Five kind of ish, 
in terms of that traditional classic uh, version. Sonic Four, Sonic. 4. I would I would oh, see it as see four. It four. We don't. We would see it as. I see it as four. The actual right, so four is just his... the. Oh. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Was it really bad? Yes. Yes. Oh. Just yes. Sonic, they're just Sonic One, but with like homing attack and like very terrible uh, uh, physics. Phys yeah. Like, yeah. let's say there's a big old slope, right? You could literally just. I think you could just walk up the slope, right? If you wanted to. You can walk up on it. You can like stand on. You can stand like without falling. Oh. And then and then there's then there's the momentum. And everything, oh, the physics of the game is just, it's all messed up. Hmm. I'm kind of curious now how CD will play. Now I'm, now I'm even more intrigued to see if that's, quote unquote, a bad game. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. No, CD's we'll see. not a bad see, game. See, I wouldn't classify CD as a bad game. It, it does, it's good. It's, it in a, like, it's in more taste. No, it's more... okay. I don't. I don't get where you come, where you where where you have this idea that CD was bad. Card. Oh, okay. No, the way I got were describing it, I was like, I was like, dang, I don't know. No. Okay. Well, it just follows it's... the same structure as like Sonic One, or like it has like three, three acts, right? Three acts. Yeah. Yeah. Two full levels. One level that where you fight the boss. Okay. All right. So I think that might like... be. Oh, go ahead. Except the thing is, like, I'd say CD is a, a little bit more vertical because you have to actually look out for the for the machines and whatnot to destroy. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that might be it in terms of our talks for Sonic Origins. So, just a reminder, that game does oh, come wait. out on June twenty oh, third. But what were you about to say? One last thing. Uh, so it's forty five bucks digital. Deluxe, right? Yeah, yeah, it's forty five. So as um, of as of uh as of now, I'm pretty sure you guys might have seen this from the Twitter chat, but on Fanatical, it's it's on sale as we speak for the PC. Which is it? Uh, thirty five. For for all of it. Digital deluxe, yeah, thirty five. Ooh, I might have to cop that. Mm -hmm. I'll put it in. I'll put it in the Discord. Wait, oh, but wouldn't y'all be tempted to technically get it for like the Switch or something like that? So technically you can. Oh no 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 no! Crap, this thing is digital only. Crap. Oh my! I forgot about that. I mods. forgot about that. I literally. You can get digital and mods for the PC. Damn. I yeah. Although the one the thing that does that suck that about the physical. The thing that does suck second. about the PC version is that it has like what was it called DRM? Yeah, the Denovo. Although then again, Mania had that as well. So basically, what it, that means it, that if you have like Mania, an old ass PC, it won't run it. It won't uh, run it properly until they actually update the game and remove the Nuvo, like they did with Mania. Or you can just mod it and just get rid of it. Or, or you know, you can just wait for it to get cracked on day one, like it usually does. <laughs> Isn't that what happened with Mania? It got yep. cracked. Got cracked instantly because you know people already know how to crack that DRM. I don't get why video game companies still do that. It's so annoying. I I don't either. I don't know. Some like restrictions, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but they're just restricting for like the sake of just haha, oh. just like you're laughing at us, you know. I think they find personal. It, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't make sense either, because doesn't Steam technically has its own DRM just for putting a game on there? 
No so. way. Yeah, it's because you can't launch the game without even having it on Steam to begin with. And so that has to be correct too. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking of Steam. I've been thinking of just moving from from consoles to PC from now on. Hey, bro, you you spent like how how many um buckaroos? I, I'm just gonna say that I ain't gonna throw like your actual. Price. Let's just I, say I, I, over I two, over over two grand. Let's just yeah. That. So you spent that much? I was like, bro, you you better be putting some stuff up on that man. Shoot, I have some stuff. I have some stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, I. I just recommend probably checking sites like Fanatical and the. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. And all those, all those things, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Fanatical, apparently, if I can check. It's how I got Metal Gear Rising for like five dollars. Hell yeah. I I think I saw. Went on a tangent as per usual. Yeah. But I guess that, that basically concludes our Sonic stuff. So it does come out in the month of June, so that's like one more thing you got to worry about with all these summer games that, yeah. that are coming out, though. So uh, it'll be a fun summer, but it's, it's going to be a cluster. June 23rd. Uh, I, I know, a Sonic stream, but Knuckles Run only. Knuckles only run? Knuckles only uh, run. <laughs> wait, hold on here. <laughs> one last thing on the Sonic thing before I move on because originally you know how like you had the Sonic 3 right and you had you got to play as Knuckles and stuff like that I guess in this Origins version when did they technically make Knuckles playable in Sonic 2? Yeah. No he's been playable in Sonic 2 since Sonic and Knuckles was released. Yeah, because you can like put the Sonic Two cartridge into the, the right, Sonic yeah. Three thing, right? Because I yeah. think originally, like yeah. when they re-released Sonic Two, like for example, you could play Sonic Two on the um, you could play it on the Switch through the the Genesis games um, if you had the expansion pack. Like in, in that, I don't think normally, I don't think you were able to have access to playing Knuckles or whatever. Though, I mean, no, you had because the original, that's yeah, because that's just straight up the original Genesis run. Yeah, which I think a lot of people for the original ones, they might have, you know, tri- primarily used Sonic or Tails, but it'll be interesting to go back and do it with Knuckles, whatnot. Yeah. Right. Knock, knock. Well, I will say, it, it is nice to see an official like widescreen version of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Chuckle. Yeah, oh, we've been, yeah. been we've been having to use Sonic Air for like for like five ever now. Yeah. It's it's nice to see like the Taxman version is actually official now instead of not just sitting on the sidelines waiting for Sega. Yeah. To prove it. All right. Well, I guess that's about it for our Sonic Origin stuff. So a pretty meaty discussion, though. But well, well, we'll give all of our thoughts when that game comes out, and hopefully it's good, and we we don't notice any bad hiccups or anything like that, though. But yeah, that basically concludes that off now. Nintendo decided to go all up into basically everything they announced in the, the month of February during this direct. They basically reiterated on almost every single game, I think, except for Mario Strikers. But I have a strange sneaking suspi- suspicion that they'll probably talk about that later on this week, though. But the first thing they reiterated on was Fire Emblem Three Hopes, which honestly... It, it looked kind of cool when I first saw the trailer or whatever, though. But then I was kind of wondering, like, what's going to make this really stand out from, like, the original Fire Emblem? Besides the fact that it's in the, you know, the three um, three houses universe or whatever, though. But then they started to talk about a little bit of the lore and the reason why you're that. Because originally I was looking at it thinking, oh, we're the main character of Violet, just like in Three Houses. No, that is not the case this time around. Because you're actually... Um, 
the new dude or slash girl, depending on uh, whichever one that you want to choose, though. But the, the new the new character. Yeah, the new character. The name is Shez. S H E Z. I'm just, but, I'm calling Fez from uh, that seventy show from now on. Fez. Yeah, Fez. <laughs> Almost sounds like the Fez, but I ain't gonna say that, bro. No, the Fez. No, Fez. Fez. Yeah. But yeah, so we're controlling this new character and whatever though, and he's basically like another student that you normally would have like recruited to one of the three houses. But the big twist is. The original protagonist being Violet, the one that we played through three houses with, is actually technically the enemy in this one. Because I think Violet is the one that recruits you to come up in the houses or whatever, though. But there was, like, one scene towards the very end, and it was like, like, like it looked like Violet was, like, halfway about to kill you or something like that. I was like, oh, what the heck? So I was like, at first, I was thinking this might have happened in the time period of, like, between the, um, right as soon as you were, um basically in the time period of that five-year time skip when Violet was unconscious. Originally, I was thinking it was going to be that, but now this is going to be quite drastically different now that the fact that Violet is almost portrayed as an enemy. I, I don't know. This is, this is going to be interesting. And I it's think... A they, better, it's, a, it's a better avatar already because like it has a personality. I mean, yeah, and I think um, I think he might actually voice or he slash she, depending on which avatar you choose. Um, Let's just say they for now. Yeah, they. they. Yeah, so whichever one you choose, um, they, they're going to have some voice acting to it as well, though. And then they call it, um, and they call Violet um, the, um, a fierce foe, Ashen Demon, which kind of reminds you of if you got the DLC for Fire Emblem Three Houses, they had the Ashen Wolves. And I'm like, hmm. So it is kind of interesting the way how they're going about this. But I, I do like the stuff, and I do like the brand new designs for all of the new characters and stuff like like Hilda and all of them, and um, from Edelgard to Dimitri as well as Claude. Like all of them have like redesigns. I'm I'm actually digging some of these redesigns better than the original ones in Three Houses, especially Edelgard's. I like hers quite a bit though. But yeah, I'm, I'm like the more and more they keep showing off on this game, the more genuinely hyped I'm getting about it. And it does seem like from the um, the trailers we gotten so far, it is seem to be running smoother than what was on fire on that fire um the legend of zelda um hyrule warriors age of calamity yeah that one it seems i think that has to do with like more of like with more of like uh because breath of wild uses like a weird weird models compared to like uh fire emblem which i honestly believe is why that game ran so terribly yeah yeah that, that could be part of the reason though but yeah, but this game, whew, it, it's looking clean, and I'm genuinely looking forward to this. And I think it comes out earlier. It comes out, wait, hold on, I say earlier, but it comes out on June the 24th. So yeah, not not too much further. We have to wait on this game though. But I'm genuinely looking forward to this though. Now another one. Wait, which, hold on, hold on, hold on, sorry. What? Which would you rather want? Like, would you want the, the, this next game to come out June 24th, or do you want Final Three Hopes to come on June 24th? If like they had to switch. Oh, they had to switch. Yeah, which one would you um, want? Um, I rather. I guess I could say the next game to come out. That way, I can spend my whole month on it. Well, hold on, hold on. Well, it kind of depends. It kind of depends because this next game we're about to talk about, it's in the perfect spot where once I get it, I could focus on it for a whole month because. 
um the second that this game comes out i'm gonna spend a month towards it but remember uh mario strikers also comes out like kind of close to this june 24 date anyway so i actually might prefer the fire emblem game to come out first that way i can just fully cut loose on xenoblade because when i get invested in xenoblade like I, I get fully in, like you know how we are me you um as well as Mario like we we all all in every time Xenoblade drops out like like shoot like z- like you, you you hear about stories about how um Dragon Quest is really big over there um whenever they drop a new game over there in Japan like w- when Xenoblade comes out with us like shoot we we might be all in the core we would be all in the call on Discord and we all be talking about like our first few moments of like us just going through the game or whatever. No, we usually spend like the whole night playing it or something like that. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess we kind of alluded to the next thing because we did get the announcement that Xenoblade Chronicles 3, originally scheduled for September, is actually getting bumped up to July. And I was like, what the heck? Like, you always hear about game delays, but you don't hardly ever hear about game advancements. And I was like, what the right? heck? So yeah, it's, like it's, the, coming... that, no, no, it's hard to believe that it, like it was going slated, slotted for like September. Now it just gets bumped up to like a three months early release. It's like what the fuck? I was like, <laughs> bro. I was like, but instantly when I saw that, instantly in my mind, I started thinking. I was like, well, if that moved up, I'm pretty sure either it had something bigger in the month of September or something got pushed back. And it was the I, latter. I... Uh, it was the latter, not the former. And Wait, we'll talk about that it? here. In the, it, it it was with uh, Splatoon, but oh. we'll, we'll we'll talk about that whenever we're, um once we're done. I feel like it's a I feel like it's a combination of like oh they they because like I feel like they had it slotted to like September like um we don't know if we if we're gonna be able to finish in time but like judging from like it being pushed up like three months early early. They're probably like, oh, never mind. We're good. We can, we can like, we can release it early. No, because you Nintendo. know how Nintendo is. They usually like to sit on their games for quite some time. When I saw that advancement like that, either they got their mess done hey, since hey, the February hey, direct, Zard, or Zard, they Zard, were Zard, almost Zard. done with it. Yeah, Zard. It's good that this game is being released early, so that means game of the year. Like when that shit comes around. They have no excuse to add it to like to at least music or anything. You know what, they have no like, excuse. We got we got we got stunt we got stinted with Xenoblade Two for like the music. They have no excuse. I I literally yeah because that reminded me because Jeff Keeley he literally tweeted out he was like oh look at this game that's coming out and I I, I know uh, another YouTuber player Essence he called him out I was like yeah as if like y'all cared because yeah we got jipped on Xenoblade two on that year of 2017 when that game came out in December didn't get nothing for it and even if we didn't get nothing for 2017 we should have had something for it for 2018 but it just got robbed completely so there's no excuse this year whether it be music the story or something from this game better be shown off in that game awards or. Or I guess we riot once again for like what nominated, is it, third time. Yeah, I, we we just want some kind of recognition, something. My goodness. But yeah, so the game is looking really clean, and all the new stuff they showed in terms of like, because there's always been like a like a I guess like a whatever you want to call it, like a a selling point. Like for the first game, it was all about the Monado and using the Monado arts, and the second game it was all about the blades and stuff and how you know you had the bonds with with them you know with the Aegis with Mithra and Pyra and whatnot though and then it seems like in this third one oh and then X had like the mechs and whatever though and then the third one it's gonna be like more of a fusion element between um two members of your party so then 
what did they call that thing, Sonic U? Um, the Fuse Ouroboros. Day? Ouroboros. Which I think we heard, I think Melia mentioned its name, I think, in one of the trailers. It might have been the first trailer. I'm, I'm trying to recall that. I want to say that was the case. But I think? I think so. I can't, I can't go back and look at it. I feel like they did, though. But, um... But yeah, everything from the way how they fight to some of the combat and stuff like it, this game is looking really clean. Like you could tell, I was like they they've been putting the work up in this thing. No, and and then uh, what was it at the very beginning of this new trailer we gotten? They showed this one woman, and you you, you saw her character design Sonic. You know exactly what I'm thinking of right now. Yeah, I made a, I made a, I made a tweet about it. Remember? <laughs> I was like, I was and then, like, and then I and then I managed to piss off all the, uh, some Smash fans while I was at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that thing. I think that was the one that blew up, wasn't it? That was that tweet that blew up from you, right? Yeah, Bruh. I was like, I was like, hey, I was like, this ain't no Xenoblade two, but you know, it ain't Xenoblade without some Xeno babes. I'm just, I'm just saying it though. I mean, like, like that's just how the series worked though. So you, we knew we were gonna get it in some kind of form or fashion though. And I kid you not, just watch. There's gonna be a time skip, and nobody's gonna be ready for these character designs if they have a time skip in the game. Whether it's actually in the main story, if they show it at the very tail end, I'm, I'm just gonna throw that out there in the universe. I'm just gonna throw it out there though. But no, for real though, everything about this game is uh it is speaking to me it's resonating with me the only bad thing about this is it's coming out on like what, what's the new date july the 29th literally one week before this live alive comes out and i'm like oh no and i was like crap so I, i'm gonna probably try my best to go through live alive i don't know if i'll fully get it done within a week but try to get most of that game done because once i start xenoblade I don't start or any other games until I finish Xenoblade. Like, like that's how dedicated I am with it, though. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fine with not getting live alive. Man. Okay, so uh, remind me real quick, what what's live alive again? It was a game that originally released over there in Japan that never got localized. It was an SNES game, or, or a, a, technically a Super Famicom game. Um, that never got localized over here in the West, but now it finally is. But you know, it's getting the HD 2D treatment now. I swear, it swear it needs to like you need to use their their uh, HD 2D for all their like old 2D games. Well, well I'll be curious if, if they did the HD 2D thing for like like we know we're getting that with Dragon Quest three. If they would have done that with like the Final Fantasies one through six, I don't get I don't get I don't get why they play those. I don't get why they didn't do that. Like it's, instead they went makes, with the pixel it makes, remasters. It makes, it makes zero sense not to do that because like they yeah. look it looks so good. It's because they're gay and only like Xenoblade or not Xenoblade, they only like Final Fantasy 7. Bro, Alexis, what the heck? You showed up. I've been here for like f 10, 5 minutes. Bro, you should have yeah, said something. I saw him in, join bro. in. Oh, he joined in muted. Dang. Yeah. But no, man, how, how, how's, it, how's it going, Alexis? I'm playing funny Minecraft. Well, I saw you've been playing that game here lately quite a bit, though. I mean, you've been sharing those screenshots on, what was it, the PlayStation app and whatnot, though. I died? Sure. No, I, uh, I died in this, in this game. Oh. I thought you I'm said you died in the call. I was like, what? I was like, no, I didn't I'm, hear you. I'm playing Nier Replicant right now. Uh, 
But yeah, so I think oh, there was one more thing I want to say on the Xenoblade thing, the the special edition. I was like, I, I looked at that, and originally I was thinking, okay, this Wait, is the same. Do we know exact... anything with the with the Japanese one? Uh, not anything. I hadn't seen anything floating around with the Japanese one. Weirdly, Why no. Look that up. But the special edition. At first, when we saw that, it looked the exact same as the special edition we got for Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. So then instantly I was thinking, well, shoot, we probably got the bad version. What does the European one look like? I looked it up and it's the same exact thing, but it actually might be a little worse because with our stuff, the art book has a, it's a, it's a hardback cover, right? For theirs, it looks like it's a softback cover. So technically ours is better than theirs. I was like, what the heck? So then now it's like, well, I don't know if Japan has a slightly different version, but if not, not then I guess they're just... Any. Yeah, so if not, it's just probably the same across the board, which is kind of shocking considering how Xenoblade... I mean, it made sense for Xenoblade Chronicles maybe to have the same kind of similar versions, you know, for what we got for that game. But for the fact that Xenoblade Chronicles 2, it went all out. It gave us music. It gave us an art book. It gave us a steel case. Um, I feel like there was something else they gave, y'all. Didn't, didn't you get it, Sonic Oh, what? The, the special edition for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I did. Yeah, like it gave us the art book, steel case, um, the game uh, I'm, itself. I'm, I'm trying to remember. It, it was yeah, quite a bit of stuff. They got a CD with it. And the CD, yeah, for music. And they didn't even give us a CD for this one. And a steel book. I'm just generally shocked the way how they've been treating this thing. I was like, I was like, I know Nintendo wants to push this. That's like they're they're like. Their staple JRPG, the like when you think JRPG, you, you're gonna think about Xenoblade. Like they're trying to give it a hardcore push. Like they got Mithra and Pyra in the Smash. Like they're they're trying to make this thing that big. How many? How many? I think was Xenoblade Two sold two million copies. Yeah, it was. Over yeah, a little million. over two. So I was like, so I know they're they're gonna try to push the series like really hard, and I really do want it to get up there because it's really that good. But. Uh, Man, I hate it because I was like, you know, the, the diehard fans like us, we we want to get that. And the and the, and the real kicker is is the fact that um, to get this special edition, you can't get it like at a traditional retailer. Only you got to get it. Nintendo store. My Nintendo store. And I was like, what the heck? So but, dumb. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it it is it is kind of dumb, but I was like, ah. Oh, yeah, I guess it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got the art book, steel book, CD, and the special box. I guess the only difference between the two of them, I, for some reason, I thought it was a little bit more than that. But it's literally like the main difference is I think was the CD. I think that was the main difference. If they would have gave us that, then I would have been pretty all right with it. But I guess it is what it is now, though. But yeah, so that was it in terms of the Xenoblade Chronicles stuff. But with the advancement of Xenoblade Chronicles three. Uh, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 moving up. Another one, the three kind of got pushed back, and that is Splatoon 3. That was the one that we knew originally was supposed to be slated for summer. Now we got the actual release date for it, and it's coming out in September, on September the 9th. Which originally yeah, I, I was like, bruh. But go ahead, Alexis, say what you gotta say. I don't get why it's September. That's literally the weirdest date I've ever seen for, Z for Splatoon. I think they Mr. were Timmy. taking more time on it because originally, remember when this game was revealed last year? I think it was E3 of last year. 
they said that they were going to drop this game some point in 2022. And then come around February, they said summer of 2022. Instantly, we thought about Splatoon 2's original release date, so we were all thinking in our minds July. But the fact that they didn't actually give it an actual month and day release made us think they're still tweaking some things with the game. They might take a little more time. I would not be surprised to push it back a little further. And that's the reason why is they got they they shifted this to September and moved Xenoblade up because Xenoblade was basically finished. Splatoon 3, they're still doing some tweaks to it. So hence that's why they pushed it back to September. So right now it's almost it's basically slated as like a fall game now, not so much a, a, a summer game at this point now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and they and they did all of this and they showcased off a turf war match, kind of showcasing off all the newness and the freshness that Splatoon 3 had. And immediately you could tell they, they revamped this thing. Like you had player tags popping up on the left and right side as you start out the match, which I was like, oh thank goodness. So actually in the competitive sense, you can kind of tell who's on what side easier. So I was like, oh, okay, that that's really nice. And then they showed it off in action of how originally, you know, when you respawn at, at like your central hub thing on your side of the map, you're on ground level. Now you're elevated up in the air, which actually is going to be really unique or really nice. in the fact that, Hey, when you make your, um, when, when, it, you know, when you're getting shot down on the actual map, let's say if people kind of get really close to your, your home base, and they kind of push you. Like, me and Bronze, I had a few matches where, like, they were literally, like, breathing at our base. They can't do that in this game anymore because you get an aerial view of everything that's sitting in front of you. So if people were to get really close in your zone, you see exactly where they're at. You can literally shoot down, get the advantage on them, and kill them. It's going to be so much harder to pressure people towards their base because you have a you have an aerial advantage. You can see exactly what's going on on the ground. I, I like that right off the bat. And then we got to see so many different changes with the different um, main weapons, sub-weapons, specials. There was, like, one special that they put up in this game that kind of, I think, pulled some influence from Splatoon 1. It was like that weird thing, the Rainmaker, I think. Like, it had, like, a twisted tornado or something like that in Splatoon 1. You shoot that thing straight forward, it doesn't leave, like, a trail of ink. But on the moment of impact, if you hit somebody at all, it just explodes. And I was like, gosh, dang. I don't know. Some of these specials and sub-weapons as well. I mean, th- shoot. Th- th- they've been revamping this mess. I- I've been enjoying it. But but what about y'all? Th- was there anything y'all noticed in that little turf war battle? All I saw was exploding arrows, and I like it. Yes. That bow and arrow looks like an upgraded version of like the Squiffler, but it's a little more flashy. But I noticed when I was going back and watching it, the it left like um you know like how you shoot archery you leave like an arrow behind or whatever though it usually ranges anything it leaves either one two or three of those things behind and then it does a mini explosion after the fad which i was like huh i don't know i, I had to watch it a few times before i actually picked up on that so that's kind of interesting but i think the thing I I like the most well, oh go ahead all right i don't know when it when it came to splatoon stuff being announced recently i to me it's just uh uh just think of that one meme of the dude just sleeping Bro. <laughs> i don't know split like i mean i can't really say much because i don't really play that much splatoon mainly because i just don't find too fun and hey, I, I, I have i have no hype for three 
That, that that's unfortunate, man. Because uh, me, me and Bronto, we I think we consistently been playing Splatoon two. I think for like I think the past few months we've been consistently playing almost once at a bare minimum every week. It's usually like sometimes two or three times a week or whatever though. I don't know. We're, we're just trying to keep our skills fresh or whatever, though. But but I was telling Bronto, I was like, bro, I, like we're going to Evo. We're, we're going to have to be going some places this time. Because I was like, this is going to probably be a team of like me, him, maybe Atomic, and then one one, one of y'all other people, whether it be you, Sonic, you, Alexis, somebody. Mario's the alternate because uh, he ain't really that good. I think, I think Sonic, you, you got a oh. leg up on him. I think you can beat him. But... I don't know. Like, it... If you add me to that list, you can you can pretty damn sure put Mario above me because I just don't care. Uh, I just I am not that great. Oh, what were you about to say, Sonic? You? Nothing. Oh, okay. But yeah, so what's oh, and there was like one special the one that was like a tether grab. I looked at that one, and I was like, because he had an octobrush and using the tetragram, like, he, he zipped around, grabbed one side of the wall, then grabbed the pole, dropped up on somebody, splatted him with his octobrush, and zipped out of there. I was like, people better watch out, because these snipers had, like, a leg up on me half the time when I was trying to encroach or approach them. Uh, n- now I'm going to knock everybody's block off with this thing. I was like, now now I'm about to bust this game wide open. Like, people about to fear my octobrush to a whole new level. Like, like it's about to get real up in this game, though. But yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely stoked about it. And now I think at this point, we saw a little bit of the main story. And then we saw a little bit of uh, Salmon Run. Because I know, Alexis, uh, you're really excited for Salmon Run. And then uh, I guess we got it our first Tarkor thing. <laughs> Mario, uh, that's why you like it zombies yeah i, I guess technically yeah it, yeah it comes in waves so basically that's what it is yeah i can see why he likes that now yes yeah. i'm sorry I, I zoned out for a bit you said zombies salmon run. yeah salmon oh. run he likes salmon run because it kind of reminds him of zombies okay okay that was the only time i had fun in that game Run. But then, you know, I got an, I got my own switch, and then my save didn't even do, didn't even go to my switch because I don't think I transferred it. No, it's not, it's not backed up on. So yeah, so I, I, I was stuck having to That's restart. Right, I, don't, I don't get. And then just from that point on, I just. Didn't even bother with two. Yeah. Not that I bothered with it to begin with. But yeah, so a lot of good stuff I saw in Splatoon 3. I think the main thing I want to see now is just the ranked battles and seeing how well that is portrayed. See if, you know, if they keep all of the original four or do they keep the technically the first three and maybe they throw in a brand new fourth one or do we actually manage to get up to five or slash how they treat it with the rotations because some of the maps and stuff like that, I want to see exactly are they going to keep it still locked to two maps per, you know, any given mode at any given time between the standard turf war ranked or league battles or whatever, though. And I definitely want to see some modifications with in terms of the lobbies, like like how if you create something, I wish you can kick people out or whatever, though, because I, I think there's some improvements to how you can do the lobby slash matchmaking or like even when you join the match, you could never leave it. 
And I hope there's like a way how you could technically do that as well. But yeah, yeah there so, is. You just 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 lift your switch. No, I don't like I don't I don't like cutting the, the switch off into sleep mode or hitting the home button and waiting on there for like 15 seconds for it to drop you. I mean, yeah, that's the only technical way to do it without completely shutting the game down, but it is annoying nonetheless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, so I think that's pretty much it in terms of the Splatoon stuff. I, I know, I know, I'm gonna be talking about it a whole lot more once we get a little closer to its release date, though. But yeah, so that's pretty much it in terms of most of the game updates that happened in the February direct that they kind of reiterated on within the past couple of weeks. I mean, they did show a couple of more trailers for Live Alive, which that game is looking really good as well. And we have um, Nintendo Switch Sports that's coming out literally this upcoming Friday, which I'll be going ham on that because I I know there's going to be a bunch of kids playing those games and I'm going to beat up on every single one of them and beat up on their mamas too because I'm going pro, baby. I'm going pro with that bowling and tennis, though. They ain't ready for all this, though. But yeah, so... I think that's pretty much it in terms of all those updated games from the direct. So we'll go ahead and switch over to a last big major topic for um, the evening. That being uh, the leak for the Game Boy Advance potentially coming to the Nintendo Switch Online. Or it's Game Boy Advance slash Game Boy slash Game Boy Color that I've been hearing. Um, that's been going around either the leak or the rumor department, though. Which, the way how this story started, it's kind of interesting because... Of course, like most stuff, it starts off on 4chan, though, but this is different from a traditional 4chan thing because they actually dropped out some actual um, coding from a Nintendo Switch dev kit that had this um, that had this um, emulator on it. And they were actually, and people were able to actually put it on their own switches and actually show that it was working. I think it was a build that was around 2020. So who knows how much further they could have developed the emulator since then. But I was like, what the heck? And then even in this leak, they showed like a bunch of games that were being tested or whatever, though. We saw everything from Golden Sun to Diminished Cap and et cetera that was showing up on this thing. I was like, please, for all things good, give me the Game Boy Advance. I know, Sonic Q, you're not a fan of the Game Boy Advance, though. But you know how many good games they can pull off of this? It's just like, like, it's so easy to emulate. It's one of the easiest thing to emulate, alongside with the NES. Give us. I don't. Like, I, don't I don't get what, what what took them this long to do to do that. Like well, even the Wii U had had them. Yeah, the Wii U had it, and I think I'm trying to think how many times. I think they had almost about twenty ish titles that were on there though. But if they were to you know make something like this be on the Switch, they're gonna give us a whole lot more than that. And I, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this, though, because even in some of the stuff for the emulator, they showcased off some things with how you potentially have link cable stuff working, even some compatibility with the original Game Boy stuff with the, um, what, what's that adapter on the N64? The thing that made Pokemon Stadium work with the original Red, Blue, Yellow, or not Red, Blue, yeah, Red, Blue, Yellow, um, the, the transfer pack. How there's even some stuff that they were testing on that. So imagine if you were playing through like Pokemon Yellow or whatever though on uh, on the Game Boy, and then if you had the expansion pack, you can do something where you could put those same Pokemon you had on the original Game Boy, and then have it be compatible with like Pokemon Stadium on the N64. Like there was even stuff in those files as well, which kind of makes this kind of interesting because I never thought that they'll be able to possibly um make any tweak or changes like that i mean nothing set in stone 
But the fact that they were kind of dabbling with that is kind of interesting nonetheless. Yeah. But in terms of Game Boy Advance games y'all would like to see on here, are there any that come to mind that y'all would like to actually see on the service? Well, like Game Boy Advance games? Yeah, Game Boy, yeah, GBA games. Oh, uh, okay. Pokemon Emerald? I don't know. Yeah, but they're I not Ruby and Sapphire was on uh, that list know. of games they tried it out on. Yep, yeah, tried. I don't think have they confirmed. Oh, I mean, the thing's not even like confirmed to be a thing. So yeah, it's not confirmed to be a thing. I, I, I mean, shoot, where was that list at? Let, let me pull that up. Cause, yeah, because they had a list of stuff. And even off of that list that they had, I was like, that that was a pretty good amount of games that they had up on that thing. Uh, I think I got it right over here. Okay, yeah. So they had um, they had Astro Boy, uh, Castlevania, Aria, Sorrow, Castlevania, Circle of the Moon, uh, Fire Emblem, Sacred Stones, and the original Fire Emblem. I know you're happy for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have Sacred Stones, like the actual physical cartridge for that. But I don't have the cartridge for the original Fire Emblem 7, the one that had Lin up in it. Uh, they have F-Zero, which I was talking to you about that, hats with the F-Zero games. Game & Watch, both the Golden Suns up on there, Harvest Moon, Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, Kirby, yeah. The Amazing Mirror, uh, Mario Golf, Mario Party, Mario Tennis, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, um, the Mega Man Battle Network. Wait, I know wait, they, don't have, they don't have Mario and Luigi games? Yeah, Mar- no, Mario and Luigi. Yeah, no, yeah, that was on the list too, I think. Mario and Luigi. Okay. Yeah, Mario and Luigi Superstar. Yeah, that was on there. Because that was even on the original Wii U virtual console, which I actually bought it off of there and played the- that one as well. Um, I said the Mega Man Battle Networks, Mega Man Zero Three, Metroid Fusion, and Metroid Zero Mission. So we can get some more Metroid love out Wait, there. Yeah, Mega Man Zero. Uh, Mega Man Zero Three. That that was on the That's list. Weird, Cause like, there's a there, there's already a Zero collection. You get like all of the Zero games and more. Yeah. Uh, what else was on here? Um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Red Rescue Team, Pokemon Pinball, um, Ruby Sapphire, um, Super Mario Advance Four, Super Mario Bros. Three. I think that might also have the E Reader levels, which was kind of exclusive to that. So that'd be nice if they can keep that up in there. Um, Wario Land 4, Wario Wear Itself, Yoshi's Island, and The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. That was just some of the games. I skipped over a few of them, but but those were like the most notable titles I saw right off that list that were like kind of screaming at us, though. So, yeah, so so pretty good list. Oh, and I think I said the original Mario Brothers, the ones with like Mario Luigi running through the pipes. But yeah, so that was some pretty good ones. That doesn't even kind of get into the games. I don't know if they technically would do some of those because you know, there was like um, GBA games that Wait, the original Mario Brothers. Yeah, like, the original Mario Brothers. That would be. Wouldn't that those be like in the Mario Advance titles, right? If I remember correctly. I don't know. I remember seeing like the Mario Advance games had like both whatever game that it came with, and then Mario Bros. Swing hmm. your arms side to side. Yeah, I think I think it might. I, I just can't remember off the top of my head though. But yeah, so I think Joe? if they were, did he die? Did you hear that, oh, I said. I heard, uh, I heard, 
No, like I heard him like eat food. The Minecraft. That was like, really fucking loud. Yeah, it was just like a shh or something. I don't know. But um, I think in terms of how they might release this stuff, if they were to release it in some way, I think Game Boy Advance they will throw that on the expansion pack tier. And then original Game Boy or slash Game Boy Color, I'm pretty sure that would go to the basic tier. If they were going to um, try to fit it into the service, I'm pretty sure that's probably the way they'll go about it. Yeah. Bruh. It should be like an in-between service, you know? Right, in-between bro. the in-between service is going to be the expansion pack tier uh, whenever they start introducing, if they ever do, which I kind of highly doubt, but let's let's just play the, the realm of ifs. If they start putting games like GameCube or Wii, especially GameCube, because that's really never been released, that could have been a higher tier. And then technically the expansion pack would probably would have been the middle tier. Who knows? And they should do DS games. Now, I would love to see DS yeah, games I'd, done too, I'd, but it's like, I'd, how the heck would you kind I'd of actually that pay off? for DS games over GBA. Well, like, you have like four triggers on on your like controllers, right? You can just press one of the triggers and just... No, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about more so with the yeah. touchscreen stuff because it's not. Well, doesn't with doesn't the, the Switch have a touchscreen? It has a touchscreen, but I guess technically the screen for what would be the top screen and the bottom screen, they'll be like shrink and minimize in weird proportions or something like that. And then, or I you guess, know, you could just you could just rotate your Switch and then have it be vertical. And if you do that, then technically you need a stand yeah, to put like, that mess on because you have like, to it, use it the controllers or whatever. No, the issue is that there's no like white screen. Like you wouldn't be able to get white screen like the DS. Yeah. So yeah, so it's just weird. It worked out naturally better for DS games on the Wii U because you had two screens. But then when it comes to the Switch, you're primarily mainly using one. So I'm like, how the heck do you really kind of pull it off? And it wouldn't be like the most accurate you could be is if you only play that in handheld mode, like not so to say dock mode. So that's the reason why I'm like, uh, if we're gonna miss, we're more likely to technically get GameCube games because that technically will work better than prefer to DS games, which is kind of weird. But I don't know. Honestly, I, I feel like you were, you were going somewhere with like the Wii games because like the Switch does like the Pro Controller as gyro. So yeah, the, now they can do the yeah. Wii because like for example, um. They have certain point and shoot stuff um, already with some Switch games. Um, Yo, hacks! Imagine the gyro. Imagine them putting House of the House of the Two on on that Wii thing if they did it. On the Wii thing. Yeah. Hmm. With like actual gyro instead of like his pointing. Well, uh, House of the Dead Two is getting a remake. They, it's been confirmed a while back, but uh, I'm, you know, you know how the, this one came out. It's better to be more cautious than to be overly hyped about it. I don't know, like I, I've, I've been hearing how like the like using the pro, the pro controller instead it makes the experience of that okay. much more better. Yeah, much okay. better. I was I was playing it with a pro controller the other day. It is a hell of a lot better. Also, did you like turn off performance mode? I mean, like turn it on because like I hear like the lighting is better. Uh, I didn't bother with the performance options. I I usually never do. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry, just how should the dead talk? Uh, it's gonna be the yeah. best at PC because mod you get to put arcade music in 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 there and that and, changes the and... entire experience. And the fact that on PC you could actually use a light gun. 
my you god. Know. It's been a what what place is there in, in like where we're where we live like where the there's an arcade that has House of the Dead One? I I can't think of probably anything. castles and coasters coasters. Pizza, uh, pizza. Well, yeah, but Does, like, I've been wait, to, do they? I'm pretty sure, wait, I'm do pretty sure they, they still I'm pretty sure they took it out, but but I've said this before. If they if we went there out of for no reason whatsoever, just randomly. And they had it. I would instantly ask if, if how much for that cabinet. Hey guys, next oh, time we buy time... a cabinet from the from the owner of a place, bruh. Yes. Are you kidding? Like House of the Dead? Hell yeah. House, Dude, House I, of the I, Dead. How did you miss that? I okay. Kinda... Let oh. me put it this way, Zard. So you notice how like I've like I've said that, like the arcade one uh, like light gun games have been really cool, right? Mm-hmm. And yet, but I haven't bought them mainly because you know price and whatnot. Like, let me put it this way: It should House of the Dead get an arcade one up, uh, preferably with the first game, not just the second and third. Like one. the issue with it, that would be whether or not the music yeah. would be remain intact for, for what? Because for some reason, that's always an issue. That it's been it's it's been the issue with the art with emulation of the House of the Dead one, but but regardless of the fact, it's still. It, I mean, it's not that bad, even on emulation. It's still what you remember for the most part. You, you were on to something when you mentioned but, about buying uh, an arcade but, from yeah, somebody. As I was, because as I was, I was there, saying, I'll go ahead. As I was, as I was saying, like should, well, what well, House of the Dead one? You won't find it. I believe me, I have checked. You might find two or Overkill. Or if you're lucky, Virtual Cup. As I was saying, should Arcade One up put an a House of the Dead cabinet right away with zero thought, with no no hesitation, pre-order, just instant pre-order, no hesitation, no thinking. Wow. And the same, the same would be said with Time Crisis. Can't find it. Nope. Well, there is one for like Scarlet Dawn. Yeah, that's the. Well, not exactly newer one, but it's the most recent arcade release. Like twenty-five thousand dollars. Yeah. You, yeah. You're onto something, hacks. Whenever you said that you you would buy that from some person, because that that just makes me think. I was like, shoot, and the money back then, I would have. I think my old bowling alley had like the original Simpsons arcade thing. I was like, I would have took that off of him in a, in a, in a heartbeat too. I would have took that from him and I would have walked up to the Chuck E. Cheese one. I was like, hey, look, these, these kids don't like these old games no more. I, I would have took the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one off of him from that one. I was like, bro. That's even like if they even want to sell it to I begin with. I though. wonder, can you buy arcades from... Peter Piper, some shit like that. Arcades. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if, like, if you asked how much would they would be willing to part with that cabinet, you'd give them the money, perhaps. Or maybe if, like, if the the bit they're getting rid of it, and you want to know how much you t- they take for it. You know what? Because that kind of reminds me. I used to have a. I don't. I don't know if it's still there or not. I had like a local area that had like a bunch of retro arcade cabinets or whatever. Though, like, I think you spent like. 
it, it might have been five bucks at max. And then you were able to have access to playing all these old traditional arcade games um, for literally almost a whole entire day. I don't even know if that place is still over there or not. But if they were, we could have bargained with them to buy some of that old stuff. Oh, like they even had like the original arcade for like Rick and Ralph, which I didn't even think that was an actual game until I walked I up in there. I was like, don't... what the heck? I don't think that was an arcade, an actual arcade. I'm pretty sure that was made afterwards. Yeah, I, I was just talking about in general. Like, I didn't know it was an actual arcade in general. Like, I didn't know somebody made one for it. Uh, I don't know. It, it was weird. It caught me by surprise. Okay, yeah, I'm looking up here. Uh, the Wreck-It Ralph never existed back in the day. Okay, yeah. So they, they made, it they made the, the arcade. They made it after the fact. Okay. <laughs> you know, this is weird. I guess it was probably the newest thing out of all that other stuff that he had up in there. Because everything else was obviously older, but... Huh. Okay. More you know. So I guess we hit that big, long tangent uh, with arcade stuff, I guess, right after Game Boy Advance, though. But uh, Nintendo, give us the Game Boy Advance stuff. Ideally, either it's going to probably happen... We'll learn about it around E3 time. Or very well, it could be around September time-ish when, you know, most expansion pack, original people that bought the expansion pack stuff, it'll be about time to renew and it'll be ideally the right time to introduce a brand new system or whatever, though. But yeah, I mean, they, they could pull on GB, like there's, there's, there's going to be no shortage of games in terms of the Game Boy Advance stuff. So I, I, I love to personally see that come over there, though. But yeah, that's pretty much going to do it in terms of all the gaming news that have happened lately uh, within the past couple of weeks. So we'll go ahead and transition over um, to the next part of the show. That being a, so about that show. Alrighty. So here we go. So there's actually been a quite a, if I were to sit down and actually talk about every single show that I've been watching here lately, I'll be here for, oh, I'll be here for like an additional 30 minutes talking about on this little segment, though. But I'm just going to try to cherry pick some of the good stuff I'm watching, and I'm, I'm going to try to save a little bit more of this stuff, I guess, for uh, next week's, uh, not next week's, the next podcast that comes after this, though. But before I go into my stuff, I want to hear from y'all uh, what y'all been watching lately. Uh, I guess y'all can choose whoever wants to go first. Go first, Hex, because mine's obvious. Well, yeah, yours is obvious. It's the one thing you're always watching. <laughs> 24-7. Fucking One Piece over there. Oh yeah, uh, dude. I, I don't know. I haven't really been watching that much, that many things lately. Like Other than like the new Shield Hero stuff, I haven't really been watching anything. Oh, so you have been watching that show. Yes. See, I, I've been holding back on that one because, uh, at least for me, I, I was a big component of the dub, and I know Chris over there in the other server that, you know, the other dude we talked to, uh, I think, he, yeah, he, he primarily watched the, the show and dub as well, though. So I'm just waiting for that show to get dub. Once it, I think it's like literally one of the last animes I think I wanted to try that is dub. And then... um. And then I'll go ahead and officially start that series off. But yeah, that's what I'm personally waiting on, though. But you've been enjoying it so far. Y'all mm -hmm. on three episodes now? Three episodes. 
it's okay. uh it's going a bit slow to be honest if you ask me but other than that you know it, it's just been watching it yeah because i think it's 24 episodes if i'm if i'm remembering right i think they're going to try to make this one 24 i think yeah probably maybe it but, is uh, enough to be 24 it's reminding me why I don't watch anime as it's coming out. Anymore. Oh, with the weekly stuff. <laughs> I mean, it, it yeah, kind of yeah. helps if you if you're like one person like me or slash the many others. When you're watching multiple shows that usually routinely come out on certain days, you're constantly watching something. So by the time you get back to that show within the next week, it doesn't feel as bad as if you were only just watching one series. Unless you're like Alexis over here watching One Piece consistently, and you'd be like, well, uh, I guess this, he, he only buys with One Piece. Hell yeah, dude. That's all I, I need for One Piece. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm over here, and I'm over here. Like, if I'm, like, let's say that I'm, I decide to watch, watch an anime and it's already been completed and whatnot, I can basically just binge the whole thing within a single night if I wanted to. Hex, riddle me this. Oh no. I found a zombie, right? Uh huh. His weapon was a torch. What? Uh, okay then. I don't even know where the hell he got a torch from. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I guess you've been watching that, and then I guess Alexis, you've been watching a bunch of One Piece. Yeah. So, in terms of me, I, I've been watching a crap ton of anime like for the past week. Like they've been Crunchyroll's been dropping stuff out literally almost every single day. If I pull up my list here right now, I'm trying to look at my watch list history and see how many I'm actually watching right now. I think well. The the last Attack on Titan episode comes out. Um, it came out today for the dub, so I I gotta watch that um right before I go to bed um today though. But outside of that, I think I I have like I think I'm I'm watching well okay it's like four eight twelve thirteen fourteen minus two because they're already airing right now. So yes, yeah, so I think twelve different anime I've been adding to the list for like the past week. 12. I feel like there's still something else I meant. Oh, yeah, like a couple of cuckoos or something like that. It's like a like a romantic comedy or whatever, though. That's supposed to be... I think the sub just came out for it today, if I'm not mistaken. No, not today. It might have came out yesterday. Today or yesterday? I don't know. But we gotta wait a little bit longer to get the dub, because usually the dub happens whenever the sub is on episode 2, or most likely episode 3, where it's like a two-week gap or whatever, though. But I probably in the next episode, I'll probably after I watch like two or three episodes of all these animes, I'll actually will sit down and actually talk about um most of the stuff I've been watching though. But the one thing I did want to talk about and give point of emphasis for the thing I've been watching here lately is Spy Family. That's been blowing up a lot on Twitter here lately and just social media in general. And I can see why wait, is wait, is it actually called Spy Family or is it Spy X Family? I mean, it's tech or the wording for it, Spy X Family. I don't know if it's like supposed to be crossover between Spy Family. I just say it as Spy Family, even though there, there's the X in between. 
I don't know. It's the same shit like with Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. People call it Hunter X Hunter or Hunter Hunter. Yeah, I don't, yeah I don't... Same, same thing. I call that one Hunter Hunter. I don't say Hunter X Hunter. Uh, I've, I have watched it, but I've always just called it Hunter X Hunter. Yeah, yeah so I guess it's like... I mean, um, it, the X is there. I'm pretty sure it has to be part of the titles in one way or another. Yeah, it's just weird. I guess it, it, it just sounds weird sometimes, I guess, if you say the X in there. I don't know. But anyway, that, that show is phenomenal. I was like, at first, I was like, how the heck are you going to blend what would be considered as the father who's the who's the spy, the primary main protagonist of the series with a little kid that has telepathy who can read people's minds and then have the mama being an assassin. I was like, how the heck does this all mix and actually flow well? It just surprisingly works with a little bit of comedy they have up in there with a little bit of action elements they also do as well. And just the vibe that it kind of give off of each other. It, it's just weird. It's like the basic premise of this is uh, I guess there was like a little bit of like a almost a potential war that could break out, but the spot dude being a spy is trying to prevent it. But he has to do like some kind of special operation where he has to kind of get in close um, with some people. So one of so his mission basically says, "Hey, I need you to you need to adopt a child, right? You need to adopt a child and get this child into this school so that way you can kind of get close to the people that are in that school." So literally, he gets the child from an orphanage or whatever, like shady orphanage though. But the girl, sweet as all can be, and has the the telepathy. Um, the telepathy powers or whatever, though. So, like, she she knew a lot of the stuff that what the dude was thinking half the time. And she was like, man, Papa's a bad liar. I don't know. It, it, it's just a little dumb, little crazy stuff like that, though. But anyway, and then halfway along the way, I think it went in episode two, in order to get her into the school, there was, like, um, the main premise is, is that he has to, they have to have, like, a, um, like a basic, like, a parent-teacher conference, but, like, just, like, an interview with the parents, whatever. However, that there is no mama so then he literally has to find somebody to marry or such play the role of a wife within the span of 48 hours 48 hours which that's what the episode two was primarily about and i don't know how the heck he just manages to walk uh walk across another woman who happened to be an assassin which i guess due to her nature being an assassin um kind of essentially kind of put her name out there and you kind of want to play like a low pro profile if you want to be an assassin which when you really think of a woman being an assassin and she technically has a family of her own so then she kind of saw the value of potentially you know forming a relationship with that dude even if it's only temp temporary so both of them are kind of using each other <laughs> with the child in between in the middle so I, it, it just kind of works it just works i don't know i just love every aspect about it because the comedy it, it just works. It just works. But if you hadn't already tried any anime from this season, that's the number one thing that I recommend the most in terms of like the, the brand fresh new anime on the block. Watch Spy Family. Didn't someone recommend you to watch that Hex? Uh, yes, and I still have yet to watch it. Yeah, because right now, if you're going to watch the sub, the sub's at three episodes, the dub is at two episodes. So. If you want to apply that three-episode rule, you can kind of go ahead and do it now because the episode did come out today, or a new one came out today. Or not not today, yesterday. My goodness. I'm getting Saturday and Sunday confused. My gosh. But yeah, it came out yesterday. So I, I highly recommend... So now you got two people trying to get you to watch it. Two people. 
And if Alexis will I watch anything that. other than One Piece, I tell him to try that one too because it's genuinely pretty. I good. I I don't think you will. No, no, I'm not. I already told Sylveon I wasn't. Alright. But yeah, I know Sylveon's a big component of this one too. He he's loving this series as well as me and a lot of other people online know. But yeah, so that's the one anime I did want to go ahead and give my thoughts on it now. Uh, the next podcast episode, I'll talk about all the other shows I've been watching and selecting my choice cuts out of all of those ones. Because I think the other big ones I knew I kind of wanted to see was uh, Love is War, Ultra Romantic, Data Live 4, as well as um, Shield Hero. Those were like my big three that I already knew that had previous seasons that I was excited to see. And so far, only Love is War and Data Live had the dubs drop on it. Uh, hopefully by the time the next podcast episode comes out uh the shield hero dub will be out i mean fingers crossed on that though but yeah so that's basically all the stuff i've been watching though but uh but yeah so that's basically gonna do it in terms of that segment though so we'll go ahead and jump over to one of the last few segments of the night that being do 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 uh what you uh what you've been playing Dang it, I messed up my little what you call it thing. Anyway, um, yeah, so in terms of games that we've been playing, uh, I'll, I'll let you go first. Um, I'll let you go first, Alexis. What, what have you been playing primarily? Minecraft. He's been playing Minecraft. And I think I've been seeing you play that like a whole bunch, besides the Call of Duty stuff every now and then. He's, yeah, you, I mean, you just been no, but nothing but Minecraft not images. Wait. <laughs> Like like the Call of Duty thing, it was only just that one day we have we hadn't touched in forever. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to play yesterday, but uh, I basically died and went and did something else. I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, what about you, Hack? So, what have you been mostly playing here lately? Oh, uh, you know, uh, Minecraft, bit of zombies, Red Dead, bit of House of the Dead. I mean, other than that, I've been kind of busy with other shit. I got you. Like, uh, like buying an arcade cabinet. Wait, you you you're trying to buy one, or you already got one? Bought. I bought one. Wait, which one did you get? Uh, so it's one of those multi-cades with like multiple games on it. Oh, one of those. Uh, which one is it? Hold on. Uh, it's basically it's using a something called the Pandora's box in it, and it has like a, up to like a thousand games. Oh, no, give or so take. You, you you went you went big on it. I remember hearing uh, about some of those, but I didn't remember hearing about one that had like a thousand on them. Yeah, yeah. Or is it like one Except of those ones the, that the you catch... updated? Uh, not this one, but I oh, guess okay. I could up if I wanted to. I could buy another one to update it, but that would mean disconnecting all the wires from the box and then reassembling the wires onto the new box and that's going to be a pain. Yeah. But the, the the thing is, the best part about it is it's not that normally when you look at Pandora's box, you either see like the little box or you see it within like a, a big old fight stick with like two players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the best thing about it is that it's actually a full-size cabinet. Which I was planning on making anyways, and 
years of right, cheap so now one. you don't you don't have to do like one of those like booster rise things to make it taller or anything like that no it, it's full size not even an arcade okay. one up size like the full arcade size that's good because sometimes I, I look at some of those arcade cabinets and our arcade one up ones. I was like, bro, thing it in. To yeah, yeah. no mic. Oh yeah, let me pull uh, this up. Uh, it's a little beat up. It's a little old. I probably will fix it. Try to clean it up here and there. Hmm. Especially oh, when it good. comes to like the the graphical stuff, which I mean, they it looks fine, but I want to change it, make it look better. Now wait, because since yours is actually like a. I guess like they they make it look like traditional like as if like you stick coins up in the thing though but like how like how do you start the new game or do you just literally hit start is it programmed just to hit start and then you just start it, it? it's it's you I mean I could set it to use coins but I'm not going to but, yeah which makes sense but like unless, unless the it's thing like an is off switch for it and then you're like you you just there set is it up there is not off the block <laughs> that would be yeah. funny if you were to like, just like haul that sucker off and be like all right y'all pay yeah. up. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, if I wanted to do that, I I just switch it to the actual quarters. But you know, I digress. The, the The best thing about this cabinet, which after I did a little digging after I bought it, because I asked what game it was, and the owner that I bought it from said he didn't know. He wasn't told. Uh, so I did a little digging. It turns out it could be. It could have been a street, a Super Street Fighter Two New Challengers cabinet. Oh, originally. Interesting, bro. Or if, or if not, uh, probably some other Capcom game. But it looks pretty similar, hmm. design-wise. I got you. Well, I guess in terms of the stuff that I've been playing here recently, it's been primarily stuff I've been playing on the PS5 here lately. Because recently I just finished Spider-Man and Miles Morales, which there is going to be a video up on the channel tomorrow of one of my um, playthrough sessions of that game. Um, so yes, I just finished that one up. So I'm done with that one. And then, um, and right now I'm going through Guardians of the Galaxy. And oh man, that that game that game is something right there. That, that the writing of that game it sells it for me. I, I I've been enjoying the heck out of that one. Like literally, like the first few hours I think I was playing through that game, it was hard for me not to smile. Like I was almost smiling the whole entire time while I was playing it. Just the way how they kind of rub off of um each other's in terms of the characters and stuff. At first, I thought I was gonna find it a little bit jarring, considering you know like Star Lord looks different compared to like his MCU counterpart as well as Gamora. Drax was in the middle. Like he didn't take too long to warm up to. He almost kind of looked the same-ish. And then obviously Groot and Rocket kind of look like basically the same. And they almost basically sound the same. Like with Rocket, whoever was the voice actor for Rocket, um, the way how they did his voice, I was like, bro, that was a really good um personation of it. Like it's not that far off at all. So yeah, Rock and Root were like closest to the MCU. Drax was right in the middle. Then you had Gamora and Star Lord to the to the far left. Especially when you're looking at Star Lord's face, so I was like, "What the?" But it, it just took a little while to kind of get used to him, though. But I've been enjoying that one. I think about ten-ish or so hours into that one right now. So not too much further to go because I think I heard from, or at least what I saw on the internet, I think it takes about roughly about twenty or so hours. I think in order to beat the game. 
because this is primarily like you just running through a story mode. There's not like stuff to do off to the side really that much. So, and so yeah, I've been enjoying that. And then other than that, on the side, I've been playing a little bit of Splatoon with Bronto, Splatoon Two with Bronto, and that's about it in terms of most of the gaming stuff I did. I can't remember if I said this or not in the last episode, but I did finish um, Kingdom Hearts um, Birth by Sleep and recode it. So I'm done with those two games. So whenever I'm done with Gardens of the Galaxy, I think the next one I'm going to do on my list will be uh, Dream Drop Distance. And I'll follow that one up with the movie before I might switch over to uh, before I switch over to Ghost of Tsushima. At least that's the PlayStation plan for most of the stuff I'm going to play, uh, with the exception of Switch Sports that comes out this Friday. And, you know, with it being like a casual game, I don't have to invest like a ton of time up in it, but it's like the times I do play, I'm just going to go hard on that tennis and bowling, though. But yeah, that, that's what I've been up to. Uh, I've been playing, though. So yeah, so, so, so some pretty good stuff, though. But uh, other than that, that basically does it in terms of... Uh, Everything I had to talk about um, here within this uh, this latest episode of my Zardcast podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know what. The, oh shoot, man, I, I made a weird noise. I don't know what the heck that was. Uh, anyway, that, that that's basically gonna do it for my Zardcast episode thirty one. Though, so uh, as always, I like to thank uh, y'all for joining in with me. I know Sonic, you had to bounce early. But he, at least he got the manage to sit through and talk with most of the stuff through the gaming news, though. But you you will be able to find all of his stuff down in the description box down below, though. But uh, what about you, Alexis? Uh, tell the fine people where they can find you at. Nowhere. And when nowhere, he means uh, on Twitter, which I'll put that list down below as well. And then uh, what about you, Hex? I mean... I mean, there's really no point in trying to find me on Twitter or YouTube. I rarely post anything there to begin with. You know, like if anything, I'm usually just there on Twitter, either in the just in the chat or just liking random stuff. But I mean, it it's there on Twitter, YouTube. If you even want to bother, I I, would I, mean, recommend I can't it. say that you you were talking like you were living it up on Twitter, talking about the House of the Dead stuff the second that sucker launched. Oh yeah, dude. Where? When was this? Well, I don't know. Man. I, I, I was. Thought I, I thought I saw you when, on Twitter. No, when? When? When was this? I've. I was in a Discord VC playing House of the Dead and feeling disappointed. <laughs> I said talking it up. I didn't say talking up whether it was good or bad. I don't think I even talked about House of the Dead remake on. Mm. On Twitter. Alright. Well, I, I try. I try. I, I, I've mainly been, when it comes to House of the Dead, I've mainly just been liking and retweeting stuff. Because, you I know, you. It, it's, it's one of my favorite series, and it's only right for me to be a bit disappointed how it is on Switch. Mm. Well, shoot. I was hoping those But, uh, it, it's going to be better on PC. I'll guarantee you. I, I guarantee um, you, it'll be it. It'll will be better on PC because because if it ends up being slightly better via like official release, you know for a fact modders are gonna come through. Yeah. 
All right. And I guess in terms of my stuff, you can always find that down in the description box down below as well, though. But that's basically going to do it in terms of my Zarcast podcast episode 31. So like always, if you wind up liking this video, make sure to go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and that bell to stay up to date on all things video game related. I feel like talking about and discussing as well as pop culture and Marvel stuff whenever we get it. If you happen to be one of our fine viewers that might be listening to this on our podcast servers, whether that be Google, Apple, or even Spotify Music, uh, make sure to go ahead and hit the like and uh, go ahead and share that podcast around with us. We're just a few guys talking about video games, some pop cultural stuff uh, here and there, though. But, yeah, we like to have a good time up on here, though. But that's going to basically do it for this one episode, though. So until next time with my Zarkas episode 32, I'll see y'all later.